0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Televisions, the podcast, an audio companion to the Televisions website, and a show made by Anglophiles for Anglophiles. I am Lacey Barger-Milas, and I'm the editor here at Televisions, and joining me, as per usual, is my co-host, and I started to say my associate, but that sounds like- I guess I have to say associate editor cuz saying associate sounds like you're in the mafia. <laughs> but uh my associate editor, Miss Annie Bundle. Hello. Cuz it feels so formal to be like my associate editor, but also if I just say associate it literally feels like leave it's the okay. gun take It's a leave the gun take the cannoli kind of situation. So <laughs> um you know Greg has never seen that movie and I made that we were uh while we were on vacation we were somewhere where we had uh uh, we we had cannoli for dessert, and I obviously made a "leave the gun, take the cannoli" reference, and I had to explain it to him because wow. he's have seen that movie. And I'm like, "How do you not see The Godfather?"
1: That's kind of amazing.
0: I went through a, like a gangster phase where I like read all these gangster books, so I read the book and everything.
1: Well, you might like House of Gucci then, because it was a little bit like The Godfather.
0: Oh, yeah it's okay. it, it's got it's got Godfather overtones to it. I feel like. We will actually talk about something that's relevant to the podcast we produce in a second. But I feel like every time I see that trailer, it just makes me miss my besties because I feel like that is exactly the sort of movie that we would have gone to the bar and had a couple of drinks and then gone to see that movie. And it would have been like an order of magnitude better because we would have been a little tipsy. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Uh, let
1: me tell you, Lady Gaga as, you know, father, son and house of Gucci is just I mean, it's just it's funny. <laughs> It doesn't quite mean to be all the time, but it's funny. Anyway, I highly recommend.
0: <laughs> um, anyway, what we are actually talking about this week is not uh, House of Gucci. Uh maybe we'll, you know.
1: It's got your work that hey. again.
0: He owns a castle. I just literally learned this really? like yesterday. He owns like a 15th century castle that he's like bought and renovated in Ireland. Anyway, <laughs> I'm very scatterbrained today. The holidays have drained my brain. Um, let's talk about Great British Bake Off. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about cozy cooking, because that's what we're going to do. Welcome to the Great British Bake Off. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. We're in America. It's the Great British Baking Show.
1: Can I just tell you that, like, when I VPN the show, it's so disconcerting that they say Bake Off instead of Baking Show. Because, like, I know that they record those intros twice, so that they say Baking Show once and Bake Off once for each. Um, I finally learned why that
0: is. By the way, oh I no, it's Pilbury. Yeah, it's like a copyright thing. Like, yeah. they literally can't say Great British Bake Off because I guess they, Pillsbury had a contest or something back mm-hmm. in the day yep. that had that was called, like, the Great British Bake Off. And I'm not a copyright lawyer expert or anything, but really? Yep, really. No really. way around that? No way around.
1: Uh, PBS did not want to find a way around that when they brought the show over um, back in the day. So that's why it's the Great British Baking Show over here. Um, If Netflix had brought it over originally with its deep pockets, that might have been different. But as, yeah, I mean, you know, public television, what are you going to do? We we, we have to function within budgets.
0: Anyway, this is season nine. This is technically season 12 collection. American, it's season nine. I don't even know. Uh, Netflix actually. OK, so
1: PBS used to call it Seasons. I have noticed that Netflix has re has reissued them and they're all now collections to try That's and so sort weird. of to try to like fix that to fix the confusion. So this is Collection 9 over here, but Season 12 over there. That's fine.
0: I, know. I just If anybody's curious about this, at some point a couple of seasons back, Annie actually made a chart, which is... The which season is which in America and the UK? And it's quite useful if, um, a little you outdated now. Things <laughs> true.
1: I should, I should update it and do another one, but oh well. Um, so this season, um, is, uh, we basically for the second year in a row, we have what's called the bake-off bubble, um, which means that unlike
0: previous seasons where people got to go well, home it's because it's because there's a pandemic Let's yes, I be know. clear about that from the start i don't think it's this i this is not something that is ideal for the show i don't think they particularly like it i think they'd like to not do it like this if they could so if the pandemic could you know ease off that'd be helpful
1: yeah and they also because of the pandemic and the bubble situation it's only filmed in five weeks instead of 10 weeks like it used to um which Last year, made for a very kind of uncomfortable season, we did a a podcast talking about how, you know, as much as we appreciated it, there were a lot of problems and a lot of failures to adjust to this new situation. As the second year in the Bake Off bubble, I feel like this season was not only the great adjustment to this new schedule and how to sort of like make the show be the show within the new parameters. But I actually feel that this was the best season of the show. I I know that you're a little upset about the finale. I'll get to what I'm upset about in a second. But honestly, like, overall, I'm not alone. I oh, I know you're not. (laughs) <laughs> overall just from ju- just as an overall season i feel this is literally the best season since the show left the bbc
0: um i would agree with that and i don't know that i would say necessarily that it's because of they figured out how to make the bubble work or whatever i think that this season just shows that how important it is to cast this show correctly absolutely because this is as a, while there were a couple of people that I was kinda meh on, there was nobody I outright hated. There was nobody I thought outright didn't deserve to be there. Um, there was nobody that like I mean, I have some I have some complaints that we'll get to more specifically in a second, but like as an ensemble, this is the most I have liked this cast possibly ever. At least since that season with oh, and I've forgotten her name, very young, like season three um oh, with uh, the
1: the one where nadia won.
0: yes, that would be yes. series
1: six collection three
0: okay <laughs> um that sounds so ridiculous when you say it like that. Sorry. But, like, but like I as know, a and all whole, my recaps are filled with me saying that over and over again. It's so tiring. I, I know. <laughs> um, but, like, on the whole, I just thought this was a fantastic group of people. Like, they had great chemistry. They were great bakers. They were really different kinds of bakers. Like, Chigs just started baking because he was bored during lockdown, which I think is incredible. Like, brownie mix is about the extent of my skill. Mm-hmm. But like i just th- i and i think that's so important because when you look at this group versus last season who was also in the bake off bubble and they sort of suffered from that because you know it was a million degrees and all kinds of other problems but there were definitely like several members of that cast that didn't really belong there there was a real like there was a real sort of tier structure to them, kind of talent-wise, that I don't think was present this season. There were a handful of bakers who I think were head and shoulders above everyone else in the tent. But I think as a whole, the group was great. And and I think that matters so much because it felt uh, not just equitable, which I think is important, but less like Paul was behind the curtain, if you know what I mean? Yes. Like, because that was a real, as we all know, I branded about this last year. Like, last year, that was a real problem for me. It was that you could really feel the hand of Paul Hollywood on it. And I felt like that was less the case this season, but I think that was because the cast was so good.
1: Um, I also feel that the challenges were much more basic and much more sensible.
0: Oh God, I'm sorry. We'll never get over that ice cream cake is 100 degrees and he's like make an ice cream cake. Um not uh, but I mean like also just think about
1: like how last season the first the first episode which is almost always cake now was those
0: celebrity hero busts. Oh lord, the Freddie Mercury one is truly just That was so terrible in my nightmares. And okay, listen, anti-gravity illusion
1: cakes are not easy okay well let's not even pretend that what they were asking them to do was easy but what they were asking them to do was not something that was designed to force a train wreck making a human face out of cake is So difficult, so difficult that is simply something you should not be asking amateurs to do, even if they had like their regular 10 week schedule and weren't Mm -hmm. trapped in a bubble Mm -hmm. in the middle of a pandemic, you know, without being able to see their families living in a hotel like everything about that challenge was to me what was wrong with last season and how last season just failed to consider how how much it needed to back off.
0: Because I feel like this season they had some challenges that had really what I thought were ridiculously difficult elements, but you could still make something. Yes. Even if it didn't have, I'm thinking specifically of the, and I forget what the technical name for it is, but it was when Jurgen made the Tudor music cake. And it was the cake with the that had the collar that had like a pattern on the outside of it. And I was like, this is incredibly hard. I would never be able to do this. But even if you couldn't get the pattern to work, you could still make a cake.
1: Oh, um, you're thinking of the Im- the the imprimé dessert, the jocondan? I'm mispronouncing yeah, that. Yeah,
0: that's the it's yeah. it sounds like Jocasta from, yeah. like, <laughs> from like Greek tragedy. But yeah, that's because like you could maybe fail at like making that decorative piece of it look right, but you could still make the cake that went with it. Like if you failed at that part, you still could make something.
1: Right, exactly. And that's the same thing with like the, yes, anti-gravity illusion cakes are hard, but you could still make something, even if you could sort of see the, the stock holding the cake up and you didn't really cover it properly, which happened to a couple of people, it still, you could make a cake. And even like, I think it was Tom who actually like failed and like literally didn't have like an a, a anti-gravity element. Like he still made a cake, right like he still made something that looked good even if it didn't actually fill the brief and you know that's the thing about that's the thing about the season is that they just they backed off just enough to let these guys shine within their skill set and that was so important um and it really really helped make this one like literally this and the raul season are my two
0: favorite channel 4 seasons now i truly have some issues with the finale and sort of the way this season closed out but I think as a whole this season is great and it's really like so good at showing you what is like what makes this show different from every other like I don't I keep getting because I watch the bake off on Netflix I get like a bajillion emails every time they're like we have another strangely similar away. to the bake off baking show <laughs> but it is not called bake off like I think the most recent was like Baking Impossible or something so they sent me all these emails and I'm like but it's not the same.
1: Um Baking Impossible actually uh has the judge um one of the judges is from series 7. It's a uh, it's one of the finalists from series 7. It's Andrew who was runner oh. up to Candace of the Lipstick. Um, and okay. it's actually his kind of baking. He was very scientific. He was very like 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 Jürgen and Giuseppe, very engineering mm, and mm. baking. Impossible is but really.
0: But my, my where I was going with that was more like the. I'm sure those shows are fine, but the reason I like the baking show slash Bake Off, like this season encapsulates a lot of that. Like the cast clearly loves each other. They're yes. such great, interesting people. Like their families are adorable. Like, yeah, they make cakes that I could literally never make in my life. But like, that's maybe the fourth most important thing about the show. Speaking of which, let us
1: talk about this season's contestants and how much we love Jurgen and Giuseppe.
0: I love them. Where's their buddy comedy road trip show where they travel around Europe eating food? Netflix. I know. Seriously, like this is right. Like, can you just see this like a travelogue where they just go to different cities and they eat and they tell us about what they're eating? And I would watch that. I don't even watch that kind of show, but I just love that. You, you
1: know how you brought up Series 6, Collection 3 with na- the Nadia season as being your last favorite season
0: before this one? Um, mm-hmm. And she has like three cookbooks and two Netflix series. So let's go. Right.
1: Like she's the only winner who like when she won, I was like that, that girl, that girl is going places. She's going to have more shows. She's going to show up places. She's going to be on Netflix. She's going to be on the BBC. Jurgen is the first contestant since then where I've said the same thing. And let me just get it out of the way.
0: Um, Because if any of you, I don't actually think many of you do, but if you do follow me on social media, you are already very aware what I'm mad about because Jurgen should have been in the final and it's garbage that he wasn't. Um, I really would have loved to see what he would have done with those final challenges. I think um, if there was ever an argument for there to be a four person final, I think it was this year, but I think, I think, Jurgen earned his spot in the finale weeks and weeks ago. And I really think that I guess it comes down to this. And this may be like a matter of personal chase for some viewers. And I suppose a lot of it has to do with the way you like approach watching reality TV like this, not like survivor or big brother where like somebody's voted off every week. And there's a very clear, like it, it's a very different style of reality show. So I guess in a show like the bake Off or, or any of these other kind of like competitive, competitive sort of making food things, um is do you think the end of the show should be a competition between the people who did the best over the course of the series or between people who managed to get lucky in the right week and i think i mean i think there's an argument to be made both ways i think it makes her a better finale if they're judged more on body of work than they are of like they had to make ice cream cakes when it was 120 degrees outside one week and everyone failed. But you know, I mean, I can see the argument that like everybody did really great in the quarterfinals, blah, blah, blah. But I said I I would love Annie to check the timestamp of this when I said immediately, as soon as I heard what had happened, Giuseppe's gonna win. It's done now. Um so, and who won? Giuseppe. So, um, first of all. About an
1: hour, So at about two o'clock Eastern Standard Time on the Tuesday of the semifinal, um, Lacey and I were chatting about this in Slack and I literally, we were actually talking about Chigs and I was talking about how peaking at the right time on reality competitions is the most important thing for shows that really think about it as you're only as good as your last cake. Um, And I brought up Adam Lambert from American Idol season eight. And I said, if you recall, he peaked four weeks early. And it was the difference between being the next male Kelly Clarkson and being the lead singer of Queen. Adam Lambert
0: was also robbed.
1: (laughs) Two hours later. (laughs) you, Adam. Two hours later, Jurgen literally pulled an Adam Lambert and went home just before the fun, just at the wrong time he he he, he was daughteried out he did not make it because he peaked just too early and the thing is is that even though i i i am not going to argue with you about whether or not it should be a body of work because i do actually think that in a lot of cases judging on that merit for the finale is the correct thing to do but with reality competition shows like Idol, like Great British Bake Off, like many, many of these, like Project Runway, etc., there is a level where every week is a reset and it is really, you're only as good as your last performance. And that is sort of the way that these shows sell themselves. It's how Idol sold itself. Um,
0: but then again, I mean, I just, I don't know. Like the thing is, is that I can't, I cannot see the argument where you sit there and tell me that as a body, the only person besides Jurgen that I would 100% say should have been in that final from day one is Giuseppe. Oh, absolutely. And I just do not think that you can tell, which is why he won. And which is why I was like, well, he's obviously going to win the minute Jurgen wasn't there anymore. But um it was closer than than that, I think. I think everybody did a really great job. I certainly could not make any of those things and I would like to eat all of them. But except for a carrot cake, because honestly, carrot cake is disgusting and I don't carrot understand. Carrot cake y'all is just like a it. muffin
1: when you take away the cream cheese icing.
0: I know. Like you could just eat the cream cheese icing. You don't have to mess with this other business. Like just eat the cream cheese. Ah, truly, like love yourselves.
1: <laughs> no, but no, I, 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 have to agree. And one of the things about the Great British Bake Off is that it sells itself as the kinder, gentler reality show from those kinds of shows like Idol, like Project Runway, that where you are only as good as your last, the last thing you produced. And I think that that's partly why your instinct to say no, we should be judging them on the body of work is actually more correct than you might think because if we are going for the kinder gentler we should be more forgiving
0: not that i don't like chigs and let me tell you the glasses were a thumbs up look (laughs) we love that for him he should wear them all the time um i just and as much as i love chigs and he's so fun and i love his story and again the glasses um, I ju- th- there's just no argument to me that puts him next to Jurgen and says Jurgen should shouldn't be there instead. There's just none. I'm sorry.
1: I thought it was incredibly sweet, though, that Chiggs literally was making one of the things that he made for his showstopper in the finale. Um, Matt came over and said, what are you doing? And he said, well, Jurgen taught me how to do this until I'm making it for him
0: and I was like oh oh, my heart I know I mean that's it just does stab you in the heart but I mean I as I as a coldly critical well Jurgen was my favorite I'm not gonna even front (laughs) like my favorite from the first episode you can check my tweets um but like it's just from a what is going to make the best final competition perspective I just like it, it just doesn't make sense to me that that he's not there
1: it, it's like, it, it, it's, it's a, okay, so last season in Series 11, we had the, the, the final, Um, Laura made the final, as you may recall. Oh, thank
0: you. I remember, she was the one that we all really liked her, but she kept having horrible fails every week and for some reason never went home.
1: Yes. And they kept pushing her on because she was a fan favorite. And they recognized very quickly, one of the things about The Great British Baking Show, one of the things about British reality shows in general is how great they are edited, how beautifully they are edited. And they saw in That's Laura true. the chance to really do this fan favorite edit. And so they kept her beyond her abilities. Um, when Lizzie went home at the quarterfinals, um, I had a couple of people who were like, you know, Jurgen did didn't do really well in the quarterfinals. Why did he go home? Why didn't he go home? He should have gone home. You know, Lizzie should have she she actually managed to produce a really good cake finally. She should have been rewarded. And I was like, no. <laughs> because, because she had
0: like eight other weeks to make a good cake and she did it.
1: Well, actually, no, my first thought was no, because they didn't want another repeat of Laura. They didn't want fans to freak out because a favorite went home over a good edit. And that was really I, I think that that's something else they learned last season. Editing only gets you so far that way.
0: I really liked Lizzie, but to me, it felt like she went out right about where she should have. Maybe even maybe even a week later. She went out exactly at the correct time, as far as I'm
1: concerned. Um, The one who went home early this season who should have been allowed to last longer was Freya. Freya um, she should have she should have at least gotten to those quarterfinals if not the semifinal um, it is it It was and I feel like the edit for her especially in those first weeks was planning on her making it much farther than she originally did uh,
0: I think they thought she would they would at least get, keep her around for vegan week because I think she's the whole reason they had it but you know what I think it is paul didn't like her nope and we all know what happens when there's a woman on the show that paul doesn't like everything they do gets criticized and they get booted early
1: um i also think that the show counted on the fact that sometimes the 19
0: year olds just do so well and they just had the they yeah like what's her name in nadia's season who i I really am kicking myself that i can't remember her name because she was my favorite that season they all just the whole cast just went to her wedding flora Flora? Yes, her name was Flora. And she was ac- exceptional.
1: Yeah. um, and, and Peter, last year, Peter was the youngest winner oh, they have right. ever had. He, he was- seems
0: like such an old man in a teenager's body to me that i forget that he's actually like a toddler no but he's
1: actually like a toddler like he's like i I, i'm i'm pretty sure that he was phrases an
0: old the phrase is an old soul
1: yeah um i'm i'm pretty sure that he was like what like 1920 again he was also the only he was also the first scots winner um which i also loved a lot um i i love that we have an italian who has now won the great british baking show um by the way (laughs)
0: I mean, I do love Italian food, Sarah. I love that.
1: And I I love that his first thing he did was go home to Milan. Um, what
0: was I going to say? I do. Giuseppe was my second favorite instantly. So I'm actually very pleased that he won. I would have, he was the only person I would have been okay with beating Jurgen. So I feel like that is fine that he did win. I knew he was going to win the minute that Jurgen got eliminated, but he was also a really good baker. And he seemed like the nicest man. And I have a whole like trove of kind of reaction images from him because he has like the best face.
1: <laughs> he, he, um, I, I know that everybody was all about chigs and the glasses,
0: but honestly, Giuseppe was like the hot one for me. I'm no, I'm sorry. The glasses like came out of nowhere where like I just like it was just suddenly like there right like he did just yank
1: them out one day and like fogged up and it was like oh wow that's uh that's cute um but honestly like Giuseppe was like I I don't know I'm a sucker for hair
0: I saw a meme that that was that compared Jurgen to Winnie the Pooh and I literally like can't unsee it now so it's just yeah if he's Winnie the Pooh then Giuseppe is Tigger oh that (laughs) could be their show (laughs) I just want them to. I'll, I'm serious, Netflix. Give me the show of them just traveling around Europe and eating. <laughs>
1: I mean honestly, one of the things I noticed about Jurgen's Twitter, um, after he went home, other than the fact that he made a point of tweeting out telling people, please don't be sad I went home. Please please I know I love
0: in- him for that. Please because tune it's in. Please of, cheer uh, on the
1: please cheer on my my fellow bakers. They they worked so hard to get here and they deserve it. And I thought it was great. He just
0: truly seems like the nicest person and I love him and also hate him for that a little bit because i'm like how are you real it really and i think he did that because um it was last season where uh why do i never prepare for these things so i can't remember their names but you know who i'm talking about who went home last season i think fourth so that laura could continue to make terrible things her mind Thank you.
1: And uh, she is actually coming. She is actually coming back for the the will not. OK, the holidays episodes are a year behind here in the state. So we'll see it next year. But she's coming back for the uh, holidays this um, in the UK. So I, I'm actually what? quite I'm quite hopeful that she'll win.
0: I mean, I'm less like angry about that than I am about Jurgen because she did have some pretty bad fails over her course of the season, but I feel like she definitely would have done better than Laura. Sorry, oh, Laura too it. also seems like a very fabulous person and somebody that I would very much like to have drinks with, but did not belong in the final.
1: You know, and that and that's the thing is it's not fair that we focus on Laura and pick on Laura when both of us as people who have worked in television and know how this work, know how the sausage gets made. No, yeah, I mean No all of that it's is not Paul. her fault. It's that they pushed her too long and that they're the ones who actually should people were so angry at her and tweeting mean things to her and it's like it's not her fault that they pushed her she's just there she if she's if she she can't like raise her hand and say no paul send me home she can't do that that's not how it works not how any of this works
0: Hmm. um yeah i do feel like last Last year I think there were several contestants that you could feel the heavy hand of Paul Hollywood involved in their exit or their lingering longer than they should. I think there was a whole lot less of that this season. Oh, absolutely. Which I think is great. I don't know that I credit that so much to Paul as I do with just the entire like ensemble of the cast was an order of magnitude better.
1: I think also the editing hit it better. I would I would absolutely say that it's Paul's fault that you're gonna went go home before the finale and it's partly because jurgen was not always very pro paul like um let, let i remember
0: sh- that do you remember I, what it was the german week it was german week. and literally- annie and i text annie and i text a lot while we watch things and annie had watched this episode the, the german week episode before i did and she started texting me about jurgen talking back to paul and i liter- literally the first thing i said was oh expletive Jurgens in trouble because Paul holds grudges and will remember this because it's totally that's what happens. And, and Jurgen called him out on being like, this German bake isn't anything we would actually make in Germany.
1: Yeah, no, it was brilliant. It, really, it was like, it's literally like you're asking for a three-tier apple crumble. Nobody would make that. It was so brilliant. I I, I always need someone in the tent to bring some anti-Paul energy.
0: You know, I need, f- I need everyone to have a lot more anti-Paul energy, to be honest. I fully blame him for Freya leaving. I, like It's because he didn't like her and he sandbagged her.
1: You know and I I do think this is partly because when when the bake off first hit big back when it was on the BBC you know Mary Berry is flipping famous all right like she has like so many BBC cookery shows like it is not even funny she is like Julia Child that way
0: um I'm very excited to watch her like to watch her Christmas special that's coming to America this year finally where she bakes with the uh, with Kate little kids
1: yeah, um, I, I'm also um, I, here here in a uh, DC. They're going to be doing a, a our one of our our local PBS station is doing a very very uh, um, marathon for Boxing Day, and I'm I'm not lying. I'm totally putting it on. I'm just it on.
0: <laughs> I'm actually excited. But no, we talked we talked <laughs> about this. Um, we talked about this some last season, and it's that Prue is not a strong enough. Um, it's not a strong enough foil for Paul.
1: It's also that Paul is now the famous one. He was the not famous one when this show started. Mary Berry was famous. Sue and Mel were famous for their Super Go shows. And Paul was some dude with a bread cookbook. And I know no, it's seriously, that's what it was. <laughs> and now like he is yeah, the famous yeah. one and everyone else is striving to get on Bake Off to become famous with him. And yeah.
0: it, I mean, part of it too is, is Prue. I think Prue was better this season than last season, but she also has no spine and does not stand up to him in any way. And
1: she needs to not talk about calories Ever, oh. ever
0: the, the. I also could stand. I mean, I too love a boozy item, but I need her to stop talking about how drunk it's making her. Or whatever, mm-hmm. it's just very weird. I,
1: I Prue is Prue was basically fat. They 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 took her from a show called a, uh, um, the Great British Meal or something to that effect. Um, that she had been sort of the Mary Berry of, um, and I, uh, that was not a very good show, um, first of all. Um, but I could see why they picked her and why they thought of her as a good Mary Berry substitute. She's
0: got like she's got like the kindly older mm-hmm. lady vibes. Yeah, she
1: she's got fun glasses, she wears fun clothing, like she's but you she know She likes alcohol in her baking. Yeah. Like. Um I, I she's she and she's a respected baker, but I just I I I think anybody who was paired with Paul after Mary Berry left would be in this position. I'm just really
0: sad that Prue is not in any way growing into being an equal. That's a good point. She's not at all. Like, I think she's actually quieter now than she was before. Mm -hmm. Or she does the thing where she'll start to say something that's sort of like, against whatever Paul's saying, but then she'll just be like, whatever. Um, I think the most telling moment was when she turned to
1: Jürgen and said, I don't give out handshakes, but if I did, you'd get one.
0: And all I could think of like, was- wow, you could maybe, like, be a little more direct about it. I mean, honestly,
1: all I, I all I could think of was that on Sandy's last season as host, I forget what the food was, I forget what the contestant was, but there was someone where she was like literally pushing Paul to shake the guy's hand, and he didn't do it, and so she walked over and she shook his hand for herself, Aww, <laughs> and I was just like, I, I was like, go like, Sandy, go. Ener-
0: that's like the energy that we need. Yes, because the thing is, is that she's not willing to fight Paul for mm-hmm. anybody. Um. So it means that ultimately his opinion is weighted more heavily than everyone else's.
1: Um. We should also talk a little bit about Noel and Matt. Um. Uh,
0: and the boy well, energy
1: they continue to bring to the tent. Uh, right, could we get another girl? Uh,
0: it. It. I gotta tell you, I got to the point where I started muting their dumb intros because they're so painful. I realize that's a British thing. Especially the Billy Ray Cyrus one. I wanted to just like throw my television out the window. It's not funny. Um, um. neither is it funny the different voices that Matt does when the bakers have XYZ time left. It's just, it's so, I, I thought Noel was better this year. Oh, yes.
1: Noel was much better this season. I felt that Noel really sort of looked at the bakers and figured out how to communicate with them on their level instead mm-hmm. of trying to drive his humor at them and make them meet him where he is, which is what Matt is, uh, is still uh, absolutely doing. Absolutely correct. And I find that very frustrating. I need Matt to basically see what Noel is doing and follow that trend, or I need him to be replaced. And I say this with all... I love Matt Lucas. I do. I know that there are a lot of people who don't, but I do actually love him. But he... what no I didn't realize why they were wrong until I saw Noel starting to do that this season. And then I was like, oh, that's what we've been missing. That's what Sue and Mel used to do that we didn't have once they left. Um, I also think... That the best I mean, honestly, the best the best episode for those two this season was the free from episode because they actually just they they stopped. They were like free from presenters. And I was like, oh, thank God. they were like, yes, <laughs> we're free from comedy. And I was like, true words, people. Right. Like it was it, like like the fact that they were making fun of themselves. They should do that more often, too.
0: I do think that it is the the boy energy of it all. Oh yes, little, absolutely. It's like that's an under an under regarded problem. I think because it's just especially on a, a. I mean, I know there's a lot of dude bakers in the tent, but especially at a show that has so many female contestants, like having a, I no kiss one kiss the
1: spatula to, was kind of uncomfortable.
0: Yes, yes, it was. But I was gonna. I was more gonna say like. Prue is not terribly approachable. Like, even though that even though Mary Berry is like Mary Berry, like, I still felt like she would try to have like a genuine like moment with various contestants versus Prue, who just seems to like eat their food and walk away and comment if it has booze in it.
1: (laughs) Um. I also feel like she is very much being treated as the straight person in their comedy routines, the not funny woman, while the three of them are naughty boys. And I dislike that a lot.
0: Some of the humor this season was also not Not, great in my book at all. Nothing against any of the bakers, but a lot of the Noel-Matt-Judge interaction was really uncomfortable and weird, Mm -hmm. I thought. Like there's yeah. just there's also just some jokes about like Paul cross dressing or you know being gay that just it just really like it lands it is 2021 like please make, make fun that. make fun of his shirt or something I don't know like it's just really it's it didn't work for me
1: no and 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 it's that I think that's just a problem in general with old school humor trying to catch up with new school mores that new school mores that we have i think that's a i think that's just a problem in comedy in general um that we were sort of being treated to this season um but at the same time like be more self-depreciating among yourselves and meet the contestants where they are is really the the big note that i need i do think
0: think that's a really good point though because now that i'm thinking about it you're really right about noel and that he it feels like he actually tried to get to know them Individually, I, I mean, honestly,
1: that moment, it, like, a, as much as it was probably distracting as heck for George
0: when he went and unpacked his su- suitcase and put <laughs> the clothes in, I was like, "Oh, that's sweet." Oh, I that was so sweet. Except George should not have still been on the show by that point.
1: I know, and and that also did not help. Like it was sort of, but at the same time, like that's the kind of thing where it was like, "Okay, all right, you can do that." I I I accept I accept that interlude.
0: Um, I think George was done. Definitely the worst offender, and that they've been here too long.
1: Camp, yes. Um, he should not have outlasted Freya. There is no way.
0: No, no way. I just remember that bake that he was like, "Well, I've tried this three times, and I've never actually baked it all the way through, but I'm gonna do it again right now." And he still didn't fail. Like, Um, I, I was a little worried Maggie was gonna overstay. I was worried about that too, but I think. I mean, this sounds terrible, but like luckily she kept failing really badly and not in a way that was easy to hide. Yeah. I mean, cuz to be fair, Amanda had some epic fails, but she managed to like string together a couple of weeks where she didn't. So she also lasted I think a little longer than she probably should have.
1: I I think that's the thing is that other than Jurgen going home a week before we all know he should have. Um and he's essentially peaking, you know, two or three weeks too early. I feel that basically just about everybody else went home at the right time or close enough to the right time that no one offended.
0: Mm, I think I I mean I think for the most part yeah. I ju- I would I would We didn't have a row in this year. Oh the the, the vests the vests the vests. <laughs> yes, the
1: vest last year. Oh, um, he's also coming back for
0: Christmas by the way. Oh oh no i'm so sorry Um, (laughs) but um, to inform you like the only um he seems like a lovely person
1: i'm sure he's a lovely music teacher but um that's the one thing i remember about him is that he was a music
0: teacher i just remember the vests because there were a (laughs) lot of them but um i think really the only offender in that regard is george because he definitely should have gone home before freya did at least.
1: But even he didn't really overstay his welcome when it was time, when, when it was time to fish or cut bait, he was gone.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I also just like, when I look at sort of the first half of the season and I look at him staying over bakers that I admittedly, like, I don't know if they would have been more talented overall than he was mm. or not because they left. And I don't know. I just look at how many times he like failed to understand the assignment and yeah. just, like, did not do whatever it is he was supposed to do or, like, failed at doing it. Or I just can't get over him being like, yeah, three times this didn't work, but I'm going to do it again anyway because it's going to work this time. <laughs> and Paul just being like, ah. but yeah, I mean, it was that kind of thing. Like, it just, mm. I don't know. So, I mean, maybe maybe one of the earlier people would have turned out to, to be somebody that grew over the course of the show, but they didn't get the chance to because George stayed over them, but we'll never know. That's true. Um, I also, I mean, you know, Ch- Chiggs also had those,
1: though. Like, he had, um, I think it was in Carmel Week, he had the, he called it a mistake because he never got through <laughs> it without a mistake. I don't remember quite what, it was, it was something, it was something, something mistake was the name of his yeah, showstopper. Yeah.
0: I mean, it was a very, like, complicated Multi-layered thing that just did not work. But... And it did,
1: and, and it didn't work in the and it didn't work in the showstopper. Either.
0: <laughs> I I don't know. I just George just consistently to me seemed out of his depth. Yes, I once would agree. we got like past the before we even got to mid season really, but
1: yeah they're, 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 the, the other thing about Bake Off which I really do love is how structured it is how we really at this point always get cakes and biscuits and bread as the first three and then we get these sort of like medium things that are like you know desserts and pastries and then we get sort of the funky ones like you know uh, uh, themed stuff like you know week. or, the,
0: or the, the last year where they did like their anime cakes or whatever uh, it was
1: ju- it was technically supposed to be Japanese week but it was really Asian fusion because like one of the dishes was really Chinese and one of the dishes was really Korean and it was quite embarrassing um, but yeah I I I, um, I, I, have to say that I do really like the structure and I felt that this year the structure also really worked for them there are times when the structure kind of hobbles them and this year I think it really did they, they did it correctly um, in how they sort of structured the season And I think that also really helped that we really did get sort of a build of toughness rather than starting off with, you know, busts.
0: That was. Impo- I mean, honestly, that was Never like. Nailed- it that busts. was like nailed it. I mean, honestly.
1: No, it was, and that's the thing is, I was like, listen, nailed it exists. You don't need to do this. Like, we have nailed it.
0: I mean, nailed it is great. I love nailed it for what it is, but it is a very different show mm-hmm. that you watch for a di- very different viewing experience than you do for the Bake Off. It's true.
1: You wa- you watch Bake Off to have your heartstrings pulled, and I mean that is, despite Jurgen not making the finale. My heartstrings were so pulled in that finale. Like, I, was I mean,
0: they're very you're right. They're very good at editing. Like, I was really I, what did editing. I say to you when this was happening? I was like, oh, look, and they're trying to make everyone cry. So we forget how angry we are about Jurgen. And yet but, it
1: was and, and yet it worked. Like, I was just like, like when they showed Giuseppe's I dad, did not
0: forget. I did not forget.
1: Um can I, I I mean I don't know if they said sometime early on and I just missed it that you're going that, that Giuseppe's dad was a baker in Italy and had been for like decades and that that's how and that Giuseppe I think he, I mean I th- I don't,
0: hmm, I don't know if he ever actually said that was his job or anything, but he definitely talked a lot about learning about stuff from his parents. Yes, he
1: talked about learning about stuff from his parents, but I didn't know his father was actually a professional baker, or at least it did not register until they showed me that photo. And then suddenly I was like, oh my gosh, Giuseppe is basically like following in his father's footsteps, and this is a whole generational thing, and oh. And then, of course, they show his father saying, you know, you've surpassed me, and that's all a parent ever wants for their child. And I was just like, oh. You know, like total mess, crying my eyes out, and then I have to recap the thing. <laughs> trying to recap while crying is really hard you guys I just Um, I just want to put that
0: out I didn't cry because I'm a monster but um
1: (laughs) I also cry I cry at the drop of a hat I cried over Leonard over on Grantchester okay like I cry all the time
0: I I cry over everything too (laughs) don't don't get me wrong I cry about like Kodak commercials around like graduation and Mother's Day it does not take a lot to make me cry but I hold on to the kernel of my Jurgen anger and let it warm my cold dead heart um (laughs) Uh, I, I did, I do, um, I think I love the Bake Off, the Bake Off tent element of, like, the Bake Off tent element of, like, people calling their families. Like, that's been, like, one of my like favorite things about just watching people get like their dad's voicemail or whatever mm-hmm. remember how upset we were when Jurgen One Star Baker and his family yeah, didn't, pick the didn't pick up the phone I did, love did seeing I,
1: I did love seeing Christelle and uh and and all the screamers in her family in that in the finale
0: especially because um so many of her bakes had like this was my great aunt Maisie's thing mm-hmm. that I based this bake off of. It's her yeah. summer house or so whatever. See, so
1: seeing seeing her family also really sort of yeah, that was really great too, because you kinda got to see who was inspiring all of her bakes. Like honestly, like even though like I, I, I think you're right, like this was the argument for four because it wouldn't I would have felt robbed if Christelle had not been in the finale. I might have even felt robbed if Chicks had not been in the finale. I, I would have been really
0: sad. And I feel really mean being like, I think I probably would have bumped Chiggs. But I just don't say that because I don't like Chiggs. I think Chiggs is great. And I'm, like I said, glad that we got to see the whole glasses situation. But I just, like, there's not really an argument for me that he should have been there and Jorgen wasn't. I mean, not really Christelle either. But, like, I do, I like, I like, I like all of them. She had consistently gorgeous bakes. She did, she did, she did have a really like beautiful aesthetic. She had a body of work
1: in the same way that like yeah. that Giuseppe and Jurgen did.
0: She had a uh, what do they call she had a point of view, yes. I think.
1: I would absolutely agree. Um
0: I don't think Chigs had a point of view.
1: No, because I mean, how can you if you've only been baking for like 18 months? No
0: judgment. I think it's incredible that he made it to the final of the baking show like after baking for a year, but I don't know, like I said, I would have put Jurgen there. Um any final thoughts? Other than are you looking forward to last year's Christmas specials? <laughs> uh, I got to remember wait, which Dairy Girls was last year. Well, Dairy Girls was, we saw it last year. It was really the Christmas before. Yes. So what is this year? This year,
1: um, we're getting um, the Great Christmas Bake Off last year um, that aired at Christmas last year that is coming to Netflix on December 3rd. Uh, It has Ruby from season nine. It has James from season eight. Um, and, uh, Rosie from season 10. Um, the, the big thing about the, the first episode that we're going to get, which is the Christmas one is that Noel was on paternity leave because uh, he, he just had his first kid. So we're actually going to meet somebody who, people who VPN will know what an extra slice is. An extra slice is basically the after show. Um, Everybody one of, has an after show. Um, but Netflix doesn't bring the after show over. Um, it's uh, Joe Brand is the host and Tom Allen is one of her usual little panel of comedians that, that that meet with whoever got eliminated this week. And Tom Allen basically got bumped up to the main show to take Knowles spot for the for for
0: the for the special oh like 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 coming up in baseball yeah like basically the- like they
1: pulled him they pulled him from the minor <laughs> leagues over on extra slice i wish they brought joe brand but i guess not um and then the great new year's Bake off which aired on january 1st of this past year um the big one that comes back is nancy um who will be returning to the tent for the first time since series five which is the first season we ever saw over
0: here in america i don't even know if i've seen that one um, no no yes i did yeah Um, um
1: Raul from series nine, who which is which is basically series nine, the Raul season is that's Raul and Ruby are basic that was basically my favorite channel four season up until now. So I'm really excited that he's coming back too. Um and then it's Henry and Helena um from series ten. Um so there's no big celebrity this coming year for us here in America. Meanwhile over in the UK, on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve or whenever the Christmas bake off will air, they're getting the entire cast of It's a Sin to come in, the the, the four main guys to come in and uh and and compete. Um, which I'm I'm very much looking forward to that coming over here next year next Christmas next Christmas <laughs> right like I know it's so frustrating but that's um and then we have a and then the new years it's just a it, it's again like a normal one where we get a bunch where we get like people from series 10 and
0: series 11 yeah, I don't mind that no I, don't I, I mean I like the dare I liked the dairy girls one a lot just because I've love the cast of Dairy Girls.
1: And and I've, I loved It's a Sin and I think that I think it should get more promotion over here and I hope that that honestly like because It's a Sin was on HBO Max not Netflix and it didn't get nearly as much marketing or play um, I'm sort of hoping that the cast of It's a Sin showing up on Netflix will get people to go stream it over on HBO Max. <laughs>
0: um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like I, like I was going to say, but I forgot to say, is that I love Dairy Girls and I love the cast of Dairy Girls. They seem super fun, but I don't expect them to be able to bake.
1: No, and <laughs> I don't expect the Etzisan people to be able to bake either. Um, whereas when you do get the old contestants back, especially the ones who have been away for a few seasons and have improved their baking, it's actually a really exciting thing.
0: Um, Do you have any final thoughts? Who was your favorite? I've been I, we've. I'll know my Jurgen love. So.
1: Honestly, my favorite, wa- my favorite, I basically was torn between Giuseppe and Christelle all season. Um, Giuseppe because of the hair and Christelle because I just <laughs> loved her bakes. I thought they were beautiful. And I thought that she was criminally overlooked in the early going. And I was very concerned agree that she was going to go home before she, before she got a chance to be in the final. And I'm there. I was very happy that she made the final. Um, and that she peaked at the right time to make the final, and got Star Baker right at the right moment to get her into the final. Justice for Jürgen. I know it's
0: okay. That's fine. I'm sure he'll get a book deal or a Netflix special or a book deal and a Netflix special.
1: He—that's the other thing about his Twitter—is he has representation listed. People, you can call his agent.
0: Get on it, people with more power than us. <laughs> 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 um. Anyway. Yeah, another season of the Bake Off under our belts. Um, I guess it's
1: time for me to tell the people where I'm where. I'm. Yes,
0: tell the people
1: um. where you are on the internet. <laughs> uh, let's see. I am a- at Annie Bundle on Twitter. I'm at Miss Annie Bundle on Facebook. Uh, pictures of my adorable fuzzy cats are at Annie Bundle on Instagram. Um, let's see. I am uh a- the associate editor. Not associate, just the not not just the associate, but the associate editor here at Televisions. Um, I also am a staff writer at Elite Daily and a freelance for NBC News Think. Um, and let's see, for this this past weekend, um, House of Gucci, House of Gucci, and uh, Hawkeye. <laughs> Um, which is also a lot of fun. I, I really I really love and die hard with the Avenger. I think it's great. Um so yeah, uh just basically follow me on Twitter. Um I retweet all my bylines so you'll know what I've been writing.
0: Ta-da. Uh I'm LacyMB M B on Twitter. That is L-A-C-Y-M-B. And I write a lot here at televisions, but around the entertainment web as well. And I always tweet my bylines. So if you would like to know my thoughts on a variety of entertainment properties or just I don't know see more cat photos you can be my friend and do that or you can just follow the cats on baker and hammer on instagram because that's all them all the time the site and the pod can be found on social media at television tele underscore visions excuse me on twitter and televisions blog all one word on facebook we are a product of weta and if you like what we do you can visit us at televisions.org and click on the donate button to, up top to help us keep doing it while supporting public media at the same time it's very important uh you can get access to pbs passport and watch some of the previous seasons of the baking show but i can't even begin to tell you where they all live so go find annie's post for that and yeah that's our show for the week hope everybody had a fantastic thanksgiving and is still eating leftovers that is the whole reason for the season correct uh We will be back next week with some more exciting British content to talk about. And hope everybody's staying safe, getting those COVID booster shots, and wearing a mask in large crowds. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.